When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Seems like we're doing this once an hour now. My Talk 107.1 is KTMY FM, HD1, Coon Rapids, St. Paul, Minneapolis. Turning to entertainment news. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Everything you need to know from the world of entertainment and pop culture. Heard at the top of every hour on My Talk 1071. And, and, and what have you learned? Willie learn, learn, Nelson learn. did an interview with The New Yorker that um, I thought had a lot of great information about Farm Aid in it. We always hear about the Farm Aid concerts that have been going on for a very long time. And we always talk about who's going to perform and how you can donate money. But then we have you ever wondered where the funds are used? So uh, Willie Nelson says that a small family farmer goes to borrow money for next year's crop, but bankers won't give him any money unless he agrees to put fertilizer and pesticides on the crop because they want a guarantee that they're going to get their money back. But it ruins the soil. So a lot of small family farmers, you know, in order to stay alive and fight through just being able to do what they do to live, uh, they need funds, other funds. And it really does support that farm to table aspect where you're not getting food from 1500 miles away so a lot of great things to learn this is in the new yorker about farm aid if you've ever wanted to know now we know cool yes uh thomas rett and his wife they have three daughters but he says that they're just warming up he wants to have a boy and the odds of that happening are good because she wants to have five or six kids before they're done holy cow wow you just don't hear that a lot nowadays do you you don't know people look at us like we're from a different era when they four yeah kids. yeah it's true it's though. like the old olden day equivalent of like eight i think <laughs> yes yeah you're right uh sinbad is recovering from a stroke uh there's no oh, word what happened or how bad it was but his family says we're faithful and optimistic that he will bring laughter into our hearts soon he's 64 this it's really scary yeah, scares crazy. me i have a friend who had a stroke who's doing pretty well right now yes. and i have a friend who just passed away two days ago from a massive stroke oh my oh gosh, gosh. absolutely heartbreaking it's like mm. i want to get to know what those you know what those warning signs oh, are because yeah. that's serious that oh. is sheesh. i hope he's doing okay oh well thank you so much uh, for letting us know that maybe we'll look into that and then we'll uh share it on the show too yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. It's something we all can know. That's the latest dirt. You can find more on our app and mytalk1071.com. That is brand new information. My Talk Dirt Alerts at the top of every hour. And at 820, 1220, and 520 on My Talk 1071. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. 
Thanks for listening to My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment with Donna and Steve. Got some music news. Give me a beat. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. Yeah! And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. Let's start with Wolfgang Van Halen. Wolfgang is the son of Eddie Van Halen, who uh, just passed away very recently. And I noticed his name in the headlines yesterday because somebody was trolling him. And apparently... He's been dealing with these people saying, you're riding on your dad's coattails, oh you're talentless. Oh my gosh, what's wrong with people? I know, and it's like, here this this young man is mourning a, a tremendous loss in his family, and people are just so mean. And then other mm. people started to come to his defense. I gotta tell you, I went and I saw this song called Distance, and I thought it was a previously unreleased like Van Halen, like old song. Because it's so good, and it's actually part of a solo project from Wolfgang Van Halen, and it's a tribute to his father, Eddie Van Halen, and the video, which I posted, by the way, at mytalk1071.com, features like old videos and old audio of from home movies and things like that. It's really good. See if you agree with me. This is called Distance. Shades of like early 2000 rock. Yes. That's why I was like, the sound, I thought it was a song that had already been on the radio. Right. I mean, it seems like they had such a beautiful relationship. Um, part of the song in the beginning and the video. Yes, he has a great voice. Some home video, like I mentioned, he does. He's mm. great. Uh, features uh, a voicemail that Eddie Van Halen had left for his son Wolfgang. It'll come out. Hello, Daddy. <laughs> I love you. Uh, meet me up in here. Come. We gotta clean up the, above the garage and build a little studio for you and me. Yeah. Or for you. He's very young. Bye bye. I'm just so happy to have you as, as my son. Uh, so proud of you. I love you so much. Call me if you get a chance. I want to hear your voice. Okay. I love you. Bye. Oh. God. Mm. Oh, my God. Isn't that precious? Like sweet. That's going to make us all cry. It's going to make us all remember to, like, let people know how we feel about them, too. Yeah, so true. Oh, man. That's really, and hearing his little son's young voice in the first part of that clip. Uh, Yeah. Oh, gosh. I know, and there's video to it as well in the music video. So I just thought that was really sweet, and I wanted to share that with everybody. Uh, In the meantime... Mm, on to this story in music news. <laughs> oh, boy. oh, man. Taylor Swift is posting mm. again. Apparently, Scooter Braun has sold her music. Her, what was it? Her first six albums. You know, he yes. paid about $300 million and she was really upset about it. Well, he just turned around and sold that music in a deal supposedly worth more than $300 million. Taylor is not happy. She's been trying to buy back her masters for the past year, but Scooter Braun made silly demands that she couldn't meet. The company who bought her music is called Shamrock Holdings, 
And they reached out to Taylor after the sale, hoping to work with her. But under the terms of the sale, Braun is still going to profit off those masters for several more years. And she's like, I just can't be a part of anything that he's a part of. I don't want him to have anything to do with my life. She put this, she posted, I believe on her Instagram page, full disclosure saying that Scooter wanted her to sign this ironclad non-disclosure agreement saying that she would never say another word about him unless it was positive before they could even look at financial records because she was going to see if she could buy them back. Hmm. But she would have to sign a document that would silence her before she could even have a chance to bid. So she had to agree. Yes, I will never say a bad word about you again. Now let me see what the, you know, what the offer is. Right. Yeah. And her legal team said that this is not normal. They've never seen an NDA like this presented unless it was to silence an assault accuser. By paying them off. Ooh. Mm. So she said um, they wouldn't even let me quote a price. They're not for sale. It's just really disturbing. And then she goes on to say, you know, that uh, as soon as we started that communication with Shamrock, the new record company that owns her stuff now, she learned that under their terms, Scooter Braun will continue to profit, as you mentioned, off of her old musical catalog for many years. They don't specify how many. Mm-hmm. I was hopeful and open to the possibility of a partnership with Shamrock, but Scooter's participation is just a non-starter for me. Bummer. Yeah. And um, Shamrock Holdings, Kenny told us this morning. Disney, right? Yeah. It's yeah. actually the Roy E. Disney family, which is Walt Disney's oh, brother. Yeah, right. Huh. Interesting. I wonder, that's interesting, because it's, it's his kids. I thought it was Walt Disney's kids. You said his it's brother. His bro- Roy Disney is his brother. Walt's brother. Okay. So it's his family. And they, they own, Kenny said, 100% of Shamrock Holdings. Wow. Poor Taylor. Mm. You know what? She just needs to let it go. I know that that sounds really, like, just... She's going to go ahead with re-recording. Re-record him and just start over because there's nothing she can do about this. No. It's like one, eventually, whenever you face something in life where you're like, I can't change this, how can I reframe it? How can I make this an opportunity for myself to grow and learn? I think that's what every challenge is about in life. So hopefully she'll get to that point because it's hard to see. But I do think it's valid that she's spoken up about it because we need to know it's good for her to explain the why. Yes. yes. Yeah. 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 And as a matter yeah. of fact, I posted this uh, again on our show page under the show links. She, in full disclosure, showed us the letter that she sent to yeah. Shamrock saying, hey, thank you. Maybe we could work together in the future. But uh, as as long as Scooter Braun is a part of any type of potential agreement, I will be completely out and then she went on to say that she's having, you know, she's really looking forward to re-recording uh, her music and feels like she's going to have some surprises for her fans and mm-hmm. that she's um, feeling like a new creative resurgence mm. for those songs. So that's cool. Yeah, it'll be good for her whenever she's able to just put this Scooter Braun chapter in the past for her once and for all. Yeah. I don't know when that happens, but... I, to Don's point, it feels like it's just 
even as you say the right things and if her heart's in the right place with it great but until you're like past it and just close mm, the door yeah, right. and say i'm just going to because uh, subtly it's like a gas leak right that just sort of pollutes your creative energy and, and it's just this like negative nagging leak yeah. that's going on that yep. keeps you from fully being well and i feel be. like as she's growing up maybe she's getting better at letting things go because she's seems she comes across very much as a grudge holder. Oh, yeah. Well, lyrically, sure. <laughs> but maybe, you know, maybe that will change. Maybe that's because she holds the grudge as she's writing the song, but it lives forever for us. So we feel like it's a grudge that's yeah. held longer. Yeah. You know, whatever songs she's had. Right. Seem that way. They live on forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Taylor Swift's net worth. Quick guess before we go. Uh, $300 million. 360 365 Whoa. Oh, we said the that majority of it oh. made on the movie Cats. Just kidding. Shut up. No. no. All right. We got to go. We're going to come back with some uh, TV news. And don't forget, keep on listening because we're about seven minutes away from announcing Ooh. somebody's name who could be $100 richer by the end of the day if you call us back within 10 minutes of hearing your name. Not and to it- mention the fact that you could be $10,000 richer by the end of this contest. So do not go anywhere. It could be your name that we call next up. Michael J. Fox talking about his potential second retirement from television. We'll get into that when we come back. It's Don and Steve. We're back. Hey, guys. It's hey. Donna and Steve and Dawn on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Ooh. Ooh, two minutes away. Yes, two minutes away. Oh, one more minute. like a minute. Oh, uh, one, one minute away. We're going to be calling by. somebody's name Quiet for on the set. our Live for <laughs> Free contest. So what will happen is this. If we call your name... You will have 10 minutes to call us back. Now, if you don't call back in the 10 minutes, you don't win that $100, and your name is not entered for a chance to win $10,000. One my talker will win $10,000 before this is all said and done. Kathy, we called her name yesterday. Did you see that she tweeted us? No. Yeah. Oh. She was getting all sorts of tweets and texts and messages and calls, but it was the one day that she slept in. <gasps> She said, but I still love you guys. Thanks for doing what you're doing. Oh, it's Kathy. her name's put back in the hat. Her name's back in the it's hat. Not like it's back in the hat. Don't okay, worry, well, Kat. that's good. K Dog. Yeah. K Dog. But that's good. a bummer. So hopefully, if you if it's if it's your name, call us. Um, and if it's not your name, but you know the name, call that person, text that person, send them a message so that they don't don't miss out like K Bone did. And K-Bone. in three, two, one. We, we have a name. Dude, it sucks this year. All right, that name is Kaylee Arnold. Kaylee! Kaylee Arnold. Give us a call, 651-641. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house 
to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. On 1071, you've got 10 minutes to call us back. If you don't call back within that 10 minutes, you're not going to win that $100 and be qualified for $10,000, the grand prize because we want you to live for free for the rest of the year kaylee arnold kaylee arnold give us a call 651-641-1071 kaylee call us call us you guys talk all right hey michael j fox has a new book out today oh are you gonna read it no oh oh okay no you just seem like yeah i just seemed like he'd be kind of that inspirational guy whose book you would read you know, I'm not going to read his book, but okay. I uh, sure it will be great. Uh, I read an L.A. Times article about some of the, the fun takeaways from it. The book is called No Time Like the Future, An Optimist Considers Mortality. So a few of the quick hits um, that come from it include the fact that, first of all, he's really mauling second retirement. He just doesn't know if his days of being able to do a 12-hour on-set day, memorizing mm-hmm. seven lines of dialogue, if that's just a thing for him anymore and he said he'll never say never you never know things can change they have before and they may again but he's you know thinking his time on screen may be coming to a close this is an interesting thing he says in his book michael j fox his new book out today among several comments on our slowly departing uh president the la times writes that michael j fox describes his struggle with parkinson's In terms of every physical movement being, and this is good, this is bipartisan, a negotiation in my mind between Donald Trump and Nancy Pelosi. (laughs) It's like (laughs) everything he's trying to do is, gosh, I'm trying to get this to happen. Just can't get anything done. Yes, exactly. I thought that's an interesting way to sort of color what that must be like for someone who has Parkinson's. He also, in the book, talks about his past struggles with sobriety. Um, He describes his early years with his first son, Sam, as, quote, Miller time. Looking back on it, he says his son, Sam, tells him that his earliest memories include going to the fridge to get me beers. Fox quit drinking when when Sam was three, and he's been sober ever since. Wow. Wow. I've never asked my kid to get me a beer. I will never ask them to get me a beer. I just, I don't know why that feels not... Great. I remember like my dad working on the car and he'd be like, hey, Don, a cigarette. Don, you go get me a beer. <laughs> well, I would go buy cigarettes. Or let me for hit him. that cigarette, Donna. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just, you know, just like getting someone a lemonade. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. I, I don't I know why I have saying. a weird thing in my head. I just think if I want a beer, I need to get it. Don't but then again, I'll have the him go and get me a ginger ale. I don't know. I get it. It's probably a me thing. But it's okay. You're trying to be a good dad. Yeah, nothing You're wrong with that. You're thinking long and hard about the choices you make and what you say to your kids, and there's nothing wrong with it's that. It's very thoughtful. Right. But you're not shame anybody for doing no, that. No, no. See? Right. You're a good man, Charlie Brown. Michael J. Fox. Yeah. Talks uh, in his book also about this missed gig with a Hollywood ending. So the day that Michael J. Fox was set to film a cameo in the 2019 Spike Lee-produced movie, See You Yesterday... He had a serious fall, and only four months after a critical surgery to remove a tumor from his spine that was oh. not related to Parkinson's. Oh, my, oh my gosh. gosh. So he was supposed to cameo in this, and then this all happens. But Netflix 
offered a Hollywood ending to this sad day, funding a pickup day to return to set about six months later, reassembling the cast, reassembling the crew, and belatedly completing Michael J. Fox's scene. I don't understand. So he was supposed to be in a cameo in a Spike Lee produced Netflix movie. Okay. He suffers a fall. Six months later, Netflix says, hey, whenever you're well again, we will fund the whole production to come back together for one day so that you can shoot that scene. Whoa. So then they redid it? Well, they shot the scene that they weren't able to shoot because Michael J. Fox had fallen. Okay, but I guess they just didn't shoot it. They just waited six months. Mm -hmm. They put it on the back burner. Wow. Instead of just going to, we got to press forward, do it without him. They said, we want him to be a part of it and we will fund it. It's coming out of our budget. We're good. And now he's indebted to Netflix for life. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) Kaylee Arnold, where are you? Kaylee. I'm watching the phone. Come on. Did they call back on the morning show when you. Attention. We actually didn't have either today. Oh, man. I think a lot of people listen on the podcast. Oh, that See? could be. But they all, it's a, a little bit of a delay, but not that much. How many Kaylee Arnolds are out oh. there, though? If you're listening and you know a Kaylee Arnold, text her right now, call her, go you to say, her house, you, whatever. Yeah, register for a contest. 651-641-1071. Kaylee Arnold, if you're out there and you call us within, within the next five minutes, you'll win $100 in our Live for Free contest and be entered for a chance to win $10,000. Unbelievable. <laughs> yep, you still got about four and a half minutes left. 651-641-1071. When we come back, oh, remember those figurines, the originals, the Santa and Rudolph from yeah. Rudolph the Red-Nosed oh, yes. Reindeer? They sold. Oh, oh boy, did they sell. Did they really? Yes, they did. Cannot wait to find out how much. Hey, don't forget, confessions coming up at 1130 today on the Donna and Steve show. We want to know what is uh, the most absent-minded thing that you have done. I've done quite a few in the past couple of years, so that's the inspiration for our question today. You can answer it on our <laughs> Facebook page. Um, you can also send us an email, Donna and Steve Show at mytalk1071.com. You could tweet us. I am at Valentine Donna. He is at KSTP Steve. She is at Dawn at Dark, right? Yes. And it's, This is going to be a good one. I think, yeah. Have you checked out our Facebook oh, page yet to not see? Not yet. I decided not to. I'm wondering how many okay. people forgot their kids. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly right. Anonymous. Oh, yeah, I'll have man. to see how many. I just have a feeling. Most people have a go-to thing of, oh, gosh, do you remember that one time that I did that? Okay, it's got 29 comments so far. Okay, that's pretty good. It's pretty good. Go mm. and respond. Um, By the way, our um, our person whose name we called out for our Live for Free contest did not make it back to us in the 10 minutes allotted for her. Hey, Don. Sorry. Yep. Did did any of your callers call in yesterday? Yes, both of them. Okay, yes. okay. I was just wondering if we were did laying an egg. Did anybody leave us? <laughs> no, it's not just you. No, today. Uh, you know, today is the most productive day of the week, Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And yeah. mm-hmm. uh, research has shown, studies have shown that Tuesday is the most productive productive day. And stick them up. Yeah, ready yeah. to talk Tuesday. <laughs> and uh, so people are doing other things right now. But that doesn't mean that Kaylee Arnold's name won't go back into the mix. Yes, Kaylee. Sorry. That's but then again, the chances of it getting called again. Stop are... it, Steve. I'm sorry. Okay, no, that's you don't not... know. You don't know. No, there I are know people get struck by lightning twice. You uh-huh. know. I know someone. Really? Yes. What? 
Very oh. true. He owns an arcade, actually, back in my hometown. Maybe that's the he problem. He was uh, struck Donna. by lightning. Sorry. He has the shirt. He was wearing a Wiley Coyote shirt. No. I swear to God. <laughs> and it has a hole in the shoulder. And he has no. the shoes he was wearing. And there's a hole out of the shoe on the oh. other side. Oh, my word. And then he got struck again uh, while he was on a golf course twice in his life. And then oh he's had major heart problems ever since. Oh, wow. Whoa. Like, really scary. Oh, that's and sad. they think it's because he was struck by lightning twice. Did he learn yeah. a new language or anything on the upside? <laughs> no, but he Was he has, like, all of a sudden, I can speak speaking Russian? speaking Klingon. <laughs> no, but he's such a cool guy. He's helped uh, fix wow. my car before, like major car repair. Nice. And um, he's just the coolest guy. He owns an arcade with his brother. It's a 1980s arcade. It's called 1984. And it's oh, one of the that's awesome. It's the best year ever, by the Where, way. Is that local? Is that no, not around here? It's, it's in Springfield, Missouri. And it was the largest authentic 80s arcade in the country. Wow. And people would come from all over to play oh that's fun so many games my daughter had her graduation party there it's just a fun place and it was only it's only like five dollars for the whole night to go in there and play do they have air hockey oh yeah i love air tournaments they have all the old school games burger time Mm, burger (laughs) time wow Fun. Yeah, I that hope it hasn't fun. been shut down. I'll have to check in. I am look into that. Mm-hmm. Uh, how much did Santa and Rudolph sell for? And these are the original ones from the TV special Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer, that, <coughs> the claymation okay. one that we all know and love. They thought it would go between one hundred and fifty thousand and two hundred thousand dollars. Instead, dun, dun, somebody dun. paid three hundred and sixty-eight thousand dollars. Oh to my have. gosh! Oh. To own the Rudolph and the Santa Claus figures that were used. Now, they are the ones, to our knowledge, the only ones. The man who sold them, Peter Lotario, 65, of New York, look at it. He told the Associated Press before the auction he thought he would never part with the dolls, but he wanted to be able to take care of his mm. children and grandchildren with the money. So the figures... Um, were used in it was a 1964 stop motion animation is what happened six inch tall rudolph 11 inch tall santa they were made in tokyo of wood wire cloth and leather and are still malleable Malleable. rudolph's nose still lights up santa's beard made from yak hair oh other stinky highlights from the two-day auction Include Marilyn Monroe's tiger-striped gown from the seven-year itch. Any guesses as to how much that sold for? Marilyn Monroe, she wore it. It was on her body. One million dollars. Whoa, Donna. $593,750. Wow. Another Monroe gown that she wore when she met Queen Elizabeth II at a London film premiere went for $294,000. Meanwhile... A Scarlett O'Hara dress that Vivian Lee wore in Gone with the Wind and Gene Kelly's uh, rain suit from Singing in the Rain each sold for 150 grand apiece. That's some good coin. Grand. 100 grand. I like those. I like those candy bars. Haven't seen them in a while. I went through a season where it was my favorite candy bar. Really? Mm-hmm. I was like 11 and had an infatuation with the 100 grand bar. Do we still have the whatchamacallits? 
I've never had a whatchamacallit. Oh, they're no, good. They're, they're like crispy. Good. Aren't they like Rice Krispie-ish? Yeah. Peanut they butter? Peanut butter. It's like a Kit Kat with peanut butter in it, right? Is that right? Yeah, I think so. I like a Heath bar. I think they're very oh, underrated. Yes. They're great in blizzards. Yeah, those are good. Do you like Butterfingers? Love Butterfingers. Okay. Those Love kind of stick to my teeth quite a bit. I'm not like True story. super excited. If and go, they crumble, too. If I get any yes. type of a frozen yes. like Dairy Queen treat or something mm-hmm. with something in it, I mm-hmm. always pick Heath. Yeah. Oh, I yeah, it's great. That's yeah. so good. There's something the about texture. it that works better in ice cream than mm-hmm. it does just in the wild. Yeah. Butterfingers are very messy. I want to watch them call it right now. Do we have any in the vending machine downstairs? Uh, good question. That's I mean, I don't question. remember the last time I saw a Whatchamacallit. Do you think that they have them at the um, Minnesota's largest candy oh, store? Oh, without a doubt. Without a doubt. I don't re- ever remember seeing it. I would have bought some. Dang it, Steve. Why are no. we talking about candy? We're talking about Santa. Butterfingers. Mm. Can we talk about how messy they are? Yeah, they Is are it? pretty messy. Snickers, not messy. Milky Way, not messy. Three Musketeers, not messy. Butterfinger, shards of chocolate everywhere. <laughs> yeah, the little shards. What's up with and you that? kind of feel like a, a little piggy when you're eating it. Yeah, and then you're if like, you spit on it, if you're driving, you're like, oh, dang. I got chocolate down my shirt again. <laughs> yep, I thought I had a mole. It was just a piece of chocolate. And then you just lick it. <laughs> you go, what is that? And you're like, oh, it's chocolate. And then you just lick your finger, right? <laughs> yeah. Do you remember two years ago at Project Down and Dirty when B. Arthur wore those white jeans and had a chocolate stain right on the butt? I was going through old Instagram and I saw that picture recently and she thought, was oh. Over the and she table. was on the webcam. Oh. Yeah. Everybody's seeing it. We're like, oh, God. Yes. MCAD. Oh, uh, bless her. God, it's happened to all of us at some yes, point. Yes, oh, absolutely. Definitely. You're in a hurry. Forget the white, you know. It, oh, it's fine. no. You just get chocolate somewhere. Yes, Steve. Stop or it. spill your coffee right in your crotch. Have you ever done oh, that? Oh, that's a bugger. Yes, I have. Yeah. When you're driving, you're like, why? Yeah. <laughs> why? Anyway. I'm looking forward to this uh, show that's, that's coming to... Candy Talk. ABC in 2021. Oh, it's ABC? American Broadcasting Company. Uh-huh. Your employer. Alec Baldwin and Kelsey Grammer are set to star in this show. So there's no word on a title. It's about three guys who were roommates in their 20s until their egos drove them apart, who then reunite decades later for one more run at the lives that they have always wanted. No word on who the third guy will be. Uh, It's developed by Chris Lloyd, who co-created Modern Family. He also worked with Kelsey Grammer on his old show, Frasier. And on the short-lived, but I thought it was a good show, uh, Back to You, starring Josh Gad, Patricia Heaton, and Kelsey Grammer. That was on Fox for about one year. But it's going to air on ABC, set to premiere next fall. It's somewhat notable because Kelsey Grammer and Alec Baldwin notably have different political opinions. Yeah. And so they are coming together to do a show, which is great because we should be able to do that. <laughs> it shouldn't Lloyd? be newsworthy. No, you're right. I mean, I don't assume that people who work together all have the same. Yeah, views. newsflash half of your coworkers don't think the same way that you do. Yeah. And we're not sending out press releases. You know, the MyTalk team still working together. Right. The team at Twin Cities Live staying together despite. Right. But it's newsworthy for that reason, nonetheless. Did you say produced by Chris Lloyd? Yes. Who is that? He is the producer who co-created Modern Family. Now, are you this thinking... This is going to be great. Yeah, yeah I am. Of... 
Are you thinking of the guy Lloyd? from Christopher Lloyd from Back to the Future? Yep, which is the professor. Yeah, different Chris Lloyd. I can't find any Chris Lloyd when I Google. By the way, tonight on ABC, Big Sky. Oh, yeah, the Montana thing. Starring Ryan Phillippe, which what? Jason's really been pushing in a very funny way all morning. Because he doesn't want it to... He wants to be able to see Ryan Phillippe as much as possible. Right, with a shirt oh. off, I'm sure. Yes. What is that about? A private detective teams okay. up with an ex-cop to solve a kidnapping case in Montana. Okay. okay. Uh, listening to you guys this morning talk about Montana... Yes. Really makes me itch, itch start itching to want to go to Montana. Oh, like, I hear that's it's always gorgeous. been on my bucket list. Never never been just driven through. You have? On the tour. Oh, <laughs> oh on the Ozfest tour. I was driving a Mack truck. All right. <laughs> go ahead. Say more. No, you Steve. know, when I drove when I was on that tour, the I Gatorade? was driving Dr- not Gatorade, truck. no, no. Ozfest. Ozfest, yeah. Yes. All the driven amps were in the back. Summer. Wait, what were you driving? A Mack truck. A Mack truck. For who? Uh, Sega Dreamcast. Oh, okay. It was a Mack so truck not that, for... That, yes, but it was a part of the tour, one sure. of the sponsors. And so it opened up into a stage okay. where wow. we had games and then people would play uh, the band members. I mean, it's really a long time ago, like in the year 2000, because Sega Dreamcast doesn't even exist anymore. Oh, God. Pitchy. Oh, that sounded awful. Oh, my gosh. So that's when I drove through a lot of those cities that I visited. You know, you don't remember anything about them because you're just there at the location of the the concert. You just see grass in a stage. It doesn't really matter. I've never actually been to Seattle in my mind because I was just at a in a parking lot. I get that. I get it. Boy, did you honk the horn much in that Mack truck? (laughs) Um, Uh -uh. Yeah. People were doing nude things next to me as they drove by. Wow. Whoa. Nude things. The open. (laughs) You wouldn't believe what truck the open see. road. Wow. Oh God, because you have that View. advantage yeah. of mm-hmm. from up high. Oh, no. <laughs> oh boy! Keep your clothes on, people. No. Look at the time, people. People uh, changing clothes. It's oh crazy. God, eating a salad probably. Oh, all kinds of stuff. Oh, man, <laughs> I just God. keep your eyes on the road. Yeah, keep your eyes on the road, everybody. Yeah. Drive safe. We gotta go. Um, I got some. T- hey, I got good news for you too. Nice about playing video games. Oh, yeah. got that right. on the way. Also, I'm thinking that we should all do something to our eyebrows together. Oh no! I'll tell you about that too. No. No, no, when I'm we get tipsy. Up next. No, Steve, you definitely have to be in. Did you miss the 30-second pop culture challenge? When did it happen? Is it gone forever? You can always find your favorite shows and segments, archived and available for streaming or download at mytalk1071.com or on the MyTalk app. Whoa, such a funny thing for me to try to explain How I'm feeling in my pride is the one I'm blamed Cause I know I don't understand Just how you love you doing no one else Steve, welcome back, everybody. You're listening to the Donna and Steve Show on my talk 1071. Everything in her name and time for a tip. Bank. 
Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show You guys like video games, right? Love them. Well, it turns out you're four times happier. uh, Well, maybe not four times happier, but if you play at least four hours a day, you're happier than most people. Oh, I know someone who does that. (laughs) I do, too. Are they happier? Yes, they're delightful. Who do you know, Donna? I know Dawn. Oh, I don't play four <laughs> hours, but does it like on the weekend? I would probably make up that amount. Yeah, right. And yeah, I, I bet if you were past. to average it out, you know, there were times when I played um, some of those massive multiplayer online games, yeah, PC games for fourteen hours a day on a weekend. Whoa, yeah, Just they can hot get pockets, whatever. And you're like, what else? What what am I going to go do? Yeah, it's just like you get engrossed and you're in a guild and it's great. A guild? What's a guild? <laughs> um, Were you in a gaming society? Yeah, it's like a, when oh. you're playing those multiplayer games, you have to, they basically, you join a team of people, of strangers. Well, you can solo, they call it. You can run off by yourself and try to do the game yourself, but you work better in groups. So whatever skill set you have, mm. like, for instance, I used to play an assassin a lot. I would team up with oh some other people who would have different skill sets, people that are specifically there to heal the group. Anyway, I, I could go on forever about dorky things like this. I used to play a game with a guy named Polly Walnuts. Was his, his handle <laughs> was Polly Walnuts. And I would get on, and we would be in the same team playing SOCOM 2. And then they would, like, after the match, you could all talk to each other other during the match, and then after the match, and you'd be pumping each other up. Hey, man, great kill there. So fun. So Mm. fun. I used to love that. One time I dressed in a suit to play the final day of what would be Mafia, the game Mafia. (laughs) And I knew that I was going to beat the game that day, and so I dressed dressed up in a suit. And I went down, I was 19, and I was like, this will be so fun if I just do this. And I dressed in a suit as we finished for the family. Donna, that's the game for you. Polly Walnuts, yeah. Yeah, I like it. I like it, guys. Uh, And now this about microblading. Oh, I think we should do this. No. No, Steve, click on the link and look at the before and after photos. You are very fair lashed. Whoa! Unbelievable. All right, now you're just saying that. No, I was responding to you calling me a fair-lashed man. Oh, 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 oh. Well, what this is, Mm. it's like permanent makeup or semi-permanent. Dawn, are you familiar with it? Kind of. It's a process that involves these tiny, fine point, like, needles Mm. instead of, like, a tattoo gun. And they make up a small um, disposable blade and handle. It's kind of like a rat tail comb. Mm Mm-hmm. And it scratches and deposits pigment simultaneously under your skin. And what you end up with is realistic looking brow hairs that don't wash off. My daughter has started to get into permanent makeup tattooing. Ooh, I bet she's really good at it. Uh-huh. She's like the only person in her town that's doing it. And she's going to make a killing. Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm afraid of this because I, I just don't. I've so okay. Let me just ask you a question if you know. Okay. 
I want my eyebrows to be more filled in because in the 90s I did the whole plucking, like, over plucking, over plucking like mm-hmm. Drew Barrymore, very yep. thin. And now I kind of over pluck too far. So I have to fill it in. I want more brows. You can do that. I yeah, this will give, give you more okay, brows. This will give me more because I don't want less. No, no that's what it more. does. Is it, what, oh, it's okay. tattooing. See, I always thought that this was microblading was removing brows. And nope. It's that is. microdermabrasion. Mm. Well, there are other great. there's other like threading or i don't know yeah. things that yeah. take okay. the pl- that pluck you but this is semi-permanent and it means your body eventually ends up metabolizing the ink oh. so it fades away and the dye par- particles are less concentrated in microblading ink than in the ink of a traditional tattoo oh, okay so so it's like semi-permanent hair color exactly Donna, yes, you know, Steve. I need something for my lashes. My brows are fine. Fine, okay. Yeah, I need the lash thing. But then I tried the lash thing, and it looks crazy the first four days. The uh, whatever I was getting, the, the, the oh, the lash tinting. Oh yeah, you might it. have to pick like a lighter color for the tint Cause because if you're going to do too pretty, you know. Yeah, you're going to look like you yeah. have false lashes on. Yes, we. So you need to do. Like, um, Dawn, by the way, scroll down to the end, like to to a third of the way in and see there's a girl there who's hardly got any brows. Yeah. It just looks real. That's crazy. But Steve, yeah, you need something subtle. Like you need maybe like an, uh, an, uh, like a auburn kind of color to your lashes to start. Because you're sort of a fair redhead type of a person, right? Yeah. You have long lashes, but they're blondish, right? Yeah. Yeah, they're very light. I wish they were darker because then your eyes pop better. That's just the fact of the matter. But the first four days, I look like an idiot. Especially the first day, it was like embarrassing. You'd walk into the office and you're like, oh, great. Everyone's going to be like, oh. Your your lashes or your brows? Lashes. My brows, I was told by Hannah Pryor when I was in either middle school or high school that I had really nice brows. And that compliment has stuck with me 20 years later. Really? 30 years later, whatever it is. See? That's I sweet. would love to microblade both of you. Okay. Uh, that will never happen. <laughs> come on, Donna. Stop it. You got to start living, kid. You got to start living. And let an unper- somebody who's untrained, <laughs> untrained microblade you. Yes, we could do it. Millennial Hannah would love it. It'd be good for the website. Mm. Yeah, did- no. You know what you need to do? I mean, if you had the darker lashes on... <laughs> okay, what on, does this help me? On suddenly? TV. Well, I'm yes. just... I want to get back to what you were saying. Were, was this for television? Like, I would imagine... Yes. Uh, it was. I was getting headshots, and they were like, oh, you know, your lashes are really light. And then they put in a little, like, mascara. And then somebody said, you know, you can just get your eyelashes tinted, then you don't have to, like, do that every day. And I was like, yeah, I'll never do that. Well, and if you two were weeks later. to do it again... Mm-hmm. Just wear glasses for a few days. Less noticeable. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then the attention's not going to be on your Everyone will eyelashes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and they'll be magnified. So it'll be really big eyes. <laughs> Coat <Coke laughs> bottle know, lenses. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So funny. Oh, boy. Uh, Anybody get any zannies? I didn't order my zannies. No, I have it on my to-do list every single day. Okay. Every dang yeah, Yay. boy, these to-do lists are tough. Oh, boy, especially when, when I get home from work, I just want to go to sleep. <laughs> I know. I get it, guys. Struggle's real. 
Guys, The Undoing on HBO Max. If you're not Mm. watching, you should be. It is really good, and it just keeps getting better and better and better and better. Okay, uh, let's take a break. Let's do that. We'll we'll come back. Better.